Welcome to the Kingdom Mama Mentor Podcast, where kingdom moms are encouraged to walk led by the Spirit and embrace freedom, all for the glory of the Lord. I am your host, Christine Edinger. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Mama Mentor Podcast. I am thrilled to be here today speaking on something I am very passionate about because I have seen the Lord radically transform my mind, renew my mind daily on this topic, and it is about your health. And so in this episode, you are going to hear how shame affects your brain how shame affects your food choices, and then lastly, what to do about it. This is just going to be very high level. If you want more information on like practical steps to begin to implement, make sure that you are on the wait list for the Kingdom Mamas community because we will be launching a health and wellness tier in the upcoming months that I will specifically walk you through practical steps to take to steward your health well only for the purpose of glorifying the Lord. Are you going to have health benefits? Absolutely. But gone are the days where we are only motivated by the world standards to lose weight, to be toned, to feel better. All of those innately are not terrible motivators, but God calls us to a higher standard. And that's what I'm here to talk to you guys about today. So I'm so excited. I hope that you're ready for some hard truth today. Um, But again, I'm just so passionate about this because I used to be in so much bondage when it came to my health, going through cycles and cycles of emotional eating and working out and then not working out for a year or two, etc. And so I'm just very, very excited to be able to deliver this to you guys today. And then next week, make sure you come back because I will have a guest speaker who also goes by the name Christine. And I am very encouraged by her because she does something that I will speak about today. And that's about building small, simple habits to um, build discipline. And so make sure you come back for that. But before we get started, as always, let me pray to our Heavenly Father. God, you are so good. You are so, so gracious. You are full of mercy. You are loving. You are gentle. You are full of justice. I'm God and you see us. And when you look at us because of what Jesus did for us on the cross, you see spotless blameless perfection. Wow. I know I don't deserve that, Lord. Um, I fail you daily, and yet it's not my sin that you see. It's Jesus's blood, and for that, you are pleased. I thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice of Jesus. Right now, over the next 20 minutes or so, God, I pray for the listener's heart. God, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would convict them that you would not bring about shame that is so heavy that they will shut down, but that their shame will walk them into conviction and inevitably will lead them to repentance. And they will turn away from lazy and slothful life and instead desire to be a good steward of you. Help them to feel love in this message, not condemnation, because we know that's not from you. But Lord, ultimately, help their hearts to desire your truth, and to glorify you. It's in your beautiful son's name I pray, Jesus. 
Amen. Okay, so like I said, we are going to start with talking about how shame affects your brain, okay? And let me, before we get started in the actual material, let me just ask you guys this. How much do you think that your shame and your negative health um, choices affect your parenting? Mamas, I'm specifically talking to moms for a minute. Do you notice yourself being short-tempered, impatient, on edge, full of anxiety, fatigued? Do you experience any of those symptoms as a mom? Probably so, right? Unless you've got this health thing figured out, then praise be to God, he has delivered you and has you on a steady path. I love to hear that. But for most of us, we have no idea how our health actually impacts our motherhood or our womanhood. And honestly, it wasn't until about a year ago that I truly understood this. And so I want to start by talking about how chronic shame impacts your health. And again, I'm going to do some very high level information. If you want more detail on this, join the Kingdom Mamas community or just purchase my coaching program because week one is all about defining shame from a biblical and worldly perspective. Week two is all about how shame affects your health. And that's what I'm covering today, but not in detail because I don't have four hours on this podcast, right? So, but basically... Whenever we have experienced long-term shame, chronic shame, your brain chemistry actually changes. So what happens in your brain and in your body, a hormone, two hormones specifically, are released called cortisol and adrenaline, okay? And when those chemicals are released, they do great things. It keeps you high alert on high alert. It also helps you to ward off specific and actual threat and danger, Okay, but whenever we have lived in long-term periods of shame where we've had to shrink who we are, maybe for safety measures, or we just felt like we were not good enough, we didn't meet this parent standard growing up, whatever it is, or we were in abusive relationships, we have learned to stay in this, this circumstance of chronic shame. And whenever there are heightened levels of cortisol and adrenaline, then it affects your your body like drastically. It has shown, research has shown to increase anxiety disorders, depression, cognitive difficulties, and mood changes. So when I say cognitive difficulties, I literally mean it, you struggle sometimes to make decisions. You struggle with brain fog. You struggle with concentration, decision-making, all of those executive functioning um, qualities that your prefrontal cortex allows you to make because you've been stuck in the back part of your brain for so long that you don't even know how to use the front part of your brain. That's what shame will do and like long-term trauma, okay? And then mood mood changes. You're going to go from irritability to happiness and then from happiness back to irritability and snapping on your kids. Those are the effects of heightened levels of cortisol and adrenaline in your body, the stress hormones that have been induced because we have been living in chronic shame. Our identity is one of shame instead of walking in the freedom that God has given us through Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's a a really high level of what shame does to your brain and your body. It releases these hormones that allow 
things to be wonky, right? This body is literally just that. It's a physical body, just a vessel, but your body houses a spirit. And so whenever you're experiencing like the desire to be healthy, but your body is broken down, that's exactly what's going on. There's this internal conflict of what your spirit desires. And your spirit, if you are a born again believer, it desires to honor and glorify the Father. Amen? But your broken down body filled with stress hormones has increased anxiety and increased depression, and they're constantly at war with each other. And because your body will not do what your spirit wants it to do, you are living in a state of shame when it comes to your health. How many times have you attempted to eat well and you feel like you failed? How many times have you attempted to do this exercise plan and you fail? Like, That is the spirit and physical body at conflict and at war with each other. And so there are things that you can do to make your physical body more aligned with what your spirit wants to do. Are y'all tracking? I don't know if y'all are hearing this. The, The whole idea that your physical body is broken because we live in a fallen world, but your spirit desires to walk in line with the Holy Spirit and to honor God. I hope y'all are picking up what I'm putting down because this is powerful, y'all. So now that we've talked a little bit about shame and how it affects your brain and your body, let's talk about shame and your food choices, okay? And this is where it really drives home for most of us. When you live in a state of chronic stress and shame, just like being so inward and focused on yourself and your anxiety and your depression and all those things, more than likely you have poor eating habits. So stress can increase cravings for unhealthy, high calorie foods that are rich in sugar and processed fat. Okay. And the reason being that we crave these things is because stress, that chronic stress we just talked about, it can actually alter the way that the brain processes pleasure. Okay. It alters it. It makes it wonky and it causes you to seek out pleasurable activities as a way to cope with stress, that immediate gratification. And so what do you do? You turn to food. Because you get an immediate release whenever you go for that sweet or that high fatty food. Okay? It's the quick and easy go-to to get some relief from your stress. But here's the thing. Eating unhealthy and inflammatory foods, foods that are specifically high in sugar and fat, in response to stress, will will absolutely have negative consequences for both your physical and your mental health. Okay? It can increase the weight of the the risk, excuse me, of weight gain and diabetes and heart disease. And then like we said before when we were talking about your brain, you're going to see heightened anxiety. You're going to see depressive moods. You're going to see a ton of different things, mood swings that you would not see as much if you would change the way that you eat. That's really hard, you guys, because you have literally allowed food to be your comfort. And this is point number three, what we can do about it. So, 
you know, I talk often about idolatry and how we are idols of ourselves. We create idols of ourselves. And what I mean by that, we are a people who we seek pleasure, we seek comfort, we seek control, we seek influence, we seek all these things um, to make us comfortable instead of going to the one who actually has the influence, who actually gives us comfort, who actually has control and has all the power. And so whenever we set ourselves up to have those things, so for me, I told a friend of mine this morning, I am naturally, my body is a natural lover of comfort. And so what that typically had done for me historically before the Lord really renewed my mind in this area and set me free from this bondage, I would turn to food for comfort. And I would turn to coffee for comfort. I literally would say, coffee is just so comforting. But what that does, when you allow a little piece of food or drink, or even like over-exercising to be your comfort instead of going to the Lord, you're opening up the door for so much more sin and immediate gratification, which goes completely against what scripture tells us to do with our bodies. Okay. So with that being said, point number three is what are we going to do about this? Okay. What, what are we going to do about this? Okay. So in Matthew chapter 16, verse, let me see. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 through 25, it says this, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And for me, the it at the end of that scripture was freedom. You think that you're finding freedom and comfort in your food and in your drink and your over-exercising or your restrictive eating habits. You think you're finding what you need, but it actually ends up controlling you and you end up in bondage to it. Did you hear what I just said? You think that by giving yourself the immediate gratification... It's what you actually want and need, but it ends up controlling you. You become a slave to it. That's why you can't get healthy because you're a slave to your flesh's desires. And in this scripture, Jesus calls us to deny your flesh, crucify your flesh every single day, including your desires for comfort in order to be his disciple. Those are his words, not mine. Denying yourself looks like denying your desire for comfort. We see in scripture that our great comforter is the Holy Spirit. Okay? And so again, I'm not talking really practical things today about what we can do in order to break free of this. That's for the coaching program or that's for the Kingdom Mamas community. But what I am saying is if you want to live a life that is of good health and stewardship of your body, you've got some bondage that you've got to be freed from. Your sin and your shame has caused you to live a very unhealthy life in a very broken body. And you don't have to sit there anymore, especially if you are someone that calls themselves 
a born-again believer of Jesus Christ, you have the power that God himself raised Jesus from the dead. The Holy Spirit is in you. You don't have to live in that sin and shame anymore. Confess that you have made comfort your God. Confess that you have gone to food and drinks and exercising and unhealthy habits for all the things that you think you want. But in reality, you should have been going to God. You got to confess of that and repent, turn away from that. Okay? So number one, you heard how shame chronic stress, shrinking of who you are, who God has called you to be, allows you to just have so much dysfunction in your brain and your body. It literally changes the chemistry. And number two, you saw how that affects your food choices, causing you to live a chronically unhealthy lifestyle. And then number three, you hear what we've got to do about it. Like all things, we've got to deny ourselves. Deny our comfort. It's going to be painful, but choose your pain, friends. Choose your pain. Which is more painful? Consistently building discipline to honor God with healthy habits or being short-tempered with your children all the time and being angry with your children all the time? Which is more painful? A little bit of denial of self to be a better mom or to be a crap mom talking to myself here To be a crap mom who lashes out on her kids simply because I'm eating junk today. Because that's what it does to you. Okay? Now here's God's promise. And I'm going to share the gospel with you quickly. And um, we'll close out. God's promise is he sent Jesus, his son, to live a perfect life perfect, sinless, spotless, to die the perfect death that would cover our sin completely. So this sin that I'm talking about being a crap mom of filling my body with junk and lashing out on my kids in the past, like Jesus covered that. He came to cover that. And if you'll believe in him and pray for the desire to turn away from your sin, that's all you have to do. Accept Jesus, my friend, he will give you a life of freedom because that's who he is. He knows no other thing than to than to reconcile us to the Father and give us a life that is abundant and full of freedom. If you lack joy, peace, love, it's not Jesus, friends. That's the enemy because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy all beautiful things that God came to give us. And Jesus, that's possible when we believe in Jesus. So confess that you've made yourself your own God. Confess that you desperately need a Savior. And then make Jesus your Lord. Put him on the throne of your heart. And day by day, day by day, my friend, it's not an overnight thing. And still yet, I've been walking intimately with the Lord for, gosh, 12 years now, 13 years. And it's still a day-to-day thing. Day by day, I must renew my mind because my, my mind is broken, my body is broken, but my spirit, the Holy Spirit that is promised to be in me after I received Christ as my Savior, that spirit wants to glorify the Father. And so I've got to feed it the Word, our Holy Bible, so that my spirit 
can renew my mind every single day. And that is a fight worth having because it sure beats a miserable life. Choose your pain. Is the pain of where you're at greater than the pain it's going to take to change? Is the pain of where you're currently at greater than the pain and the discomfort that it's going to take to change? And the beautiful thing, my friends, is that whenever you have Holy Spirit, you have his help. You're not doing it on your own. Amen. So friends, I pray that if you don't know Christ and you have been listening, maybe you're an avid listener and you're like, this relationship seems very real to you, Christine. I want that. Please, please sign up in the show notes of this section. Sign up for the Kingdom Mamas community because in this community, we are going to begin talking about biblical womanhood, starting with the purpose of women, God's purpose, not what the world says, but God's purpose. We're going to start with that. And I'm going to mentor women all across the country on taking steps every single day to steward their bodies, to steward their homes, to steward their marriages, and to steward their motherhood, all for the glory of the Lord. So if you're not sure how to do this, you don't have to do it alone. There is a community of kingdom mamas that are have a wait list that will be opening on March 1st. We're going to open up that group on March 1st. And it's off of social media, off of Facebook, off of Instagram. So fill that out below and I will be in contact with you soon. Until next week, my kingdom mamas, be blessed.